you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Welcome back to New Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Bonjour. Got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. Today we are back at it with the uh, 2022 review of all the of you know a select amount of movies about as 87 of them that we're going to kind of give you a little. We can't watch them all. Yeah, a brief summary. And this is the third episode, so if you're coming to this one, I'll go to the first and second first. Um, we have a kind of a new segment that we're doing um we're gonna try to do every podcast um it's a trivia segment and if you want to hear the first one of that it's on the last episode but um dad did the last one so this time matt is doing it and mm-hmm. at the end of the year or end of the three months however we decide we'll crown a winner and we'll start over and we'll do something with trivia again so matt won the first week but he's gonna explain what he's doing Woo-hoo, yeah so i decided to do some this is this is trivia but at the same time this is not trivia that necessarily relies on skill or knowledge. So this is more just like dumb luck type trivia. I think it will help to know some of the movies, but at the same time, this is going to be stupid. So what I thought of was, what you guys are going to do today, y'all are going to guess an MCU movie. They're only MCU films, okay, that I've included today. You're going to guess the MCU movie by the horrendous review of said film, okay? So... I went through Letterboxd and I found a ton of very negative reviews about MCU films and stuff. And I it's all the pulled, <laughs> yeah. I pulled several reviews, and you know I'm going to read one, see if you guys can get it. If not, I'll read the next one, see if you guys can see if you guys can same guess. movie. Yes, be the same film, and I'll give you, I'll tell you like when I've read all of them or whatever. Okay. okay? Um, and Are I we just want more points to get the first one. <laughs> I mean, you should really. You should get more points by just getting the first, the first review. <coughs> Some of the reviews are wildly vague or stupid, uh, and I'm just going to put this disclaimer out there: we on the Movie Matrix podcast do not necessarily agree with or support any of these reviews. These are just ones that I found on Letterboxd. So, are you boys ready? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So here we go. First review for movie number one, MCU film number one. First review is half a star. By the way, you can rate them on a yeah. scale of half a star all the way to five stars. First review is half star. Review says, dude. That's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Eternals. I'm going to give you guys another one. Uh, second one says, one star, two ugly hours of approximately nothing. A dim, empty film that looks like it was made by a discount supermarket cashier. It made me feel sad for Eternals. Buckle up, David. It made me feel sad for Eternals, a film brimming with idea and deep meaning that was thrown to the dogs. I wish we'd get another one of those. Doctor Strange, one towards madness. <laughs> that is a good guess, but no. You can guess again, okay? So, all right. Well, it's only 30 guesses, so. <laughs> Next one is a two-star review. Ragnarok, if it were boring. Thor, Love, and Thunder? That's also a good guess, Gosh. but no. <laughs> Second, right. The second Thor. Here's, no, I'm sorry. Here, two here's, thing me. Uh, this one's one star. Please cop. Please stop comparing this to Spy Kids 3D. Game over. Spy Kids 3 had a fun song and a Steve Buscemi cameo. This film did not have either one of those things. Oh, is it Ant Man the Lost Quantumanium? It is. I've been seeing those <laughs> all over Quantumania. I've been seeing those all over. It looks like Spy Kids. 
the, the last review, if you guys didn't get that one, the last review said, I had nothing to do after work today, so I took an edible, drove to the theater, and watched the latest from the MCU. <laughs> Kevin Feige should be ashamed. <laughs> so, yes, good job. Point for Jordan on that first one. It was Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. The two-hour thing I still don't realize. That made two-hour <laughs> MCU movies. All right, this next film. Uh, it's And this one, you'll be able to guess probably after the second review, okay? The first first review is one star says, this feels like it was designed for the absolute widest appeal for mass audiences in 2005. It mashes up two family-friendly genres that, w- that made waves in the early knots, high fantasy a la Lord of the Rings, and fish-out-of-water rom-coms like Kate and, Leopold or Ke- Kate and Leopold or Elf. Thor. Good job, man. <laughs> Look at you go. It is the first Thor movie. The next, In case you didn't get it, the next one is two stars. I'll never forgive Marvel for what they did to his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I want a guy from that one, too. And then the yeah. last one says one star, Thor, more like snore. <laughs> okay, movie number three. Jordan, you're off to a solid start today. David, you, you can come I'm, back. I just I don't know. By the way, I thought I, I had MCU movies. I thought I had the 10 of these. Turns out I can't count. There's only nine. So, whatever. I said, I just don't know enough. He knows more MCU than I do, so yeah. You're killing it. All right, movie number three. This is one star. It says, this movie is obnoxious, and the majority of its fans are cancerous. Ladies and gents, I present to you the most embarrassingly overhyped movie of my lifetime. That's all I got. Endgame. Good guess, but no. I don't agree with that. I can see people saying that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next review. Half a star. This is the cinematic equivalent to Fallout 76. Uh, I never played Fallout 76, but I can imagine it's not a good comparison. Is it Ragnarok? No. I don't know why. I, I don't Fallout 76 is an, ap- is an apocalyptic game. Yeah. I don't see the I don't see the connections here, but uh, this might help you a little bit more. It gives you a year here. I hated this. Oh, sorry. Next one. One star. I hated this as soon as I left the theater in 2018, and my hatred has only grown since. The fact that it has won multiple Oscars makes me question everything I know about cinema. The only MCU film worse than this is Captain Marvel. Eternals. No, that didn't come out in 2018. But good guess. I don't know what year it came out. You're just going to keep guessing (laughs) Eternals. It's got to be eventually, right? Maybe not. Mm, It's early. I'm trying to think. Academy Award. Think which MCU film got a bunch of awards consideration. I mean, is it Infinity War? No. When did what that come out? Twice. Mm, that was 2018, too. Mm-hmm. So. Came out th- three months before Infinity War. It's Captain Marvel? No, that was, I think, the year before. Oh, I don't know. Infinity War, Infinity War. <laughs> okay, the last review. <laughs> is that Man the Wasp? <coughs> no. no. Good guess. So the last review <laughs> is just half a star, and it simply says, I'm racist. Oh, it's Black Panther. It's Black Panther. I yeah. thought it came out twenty eighteen. I was thinking I was twenty sixteen for some reason. <laughs> no, Weird. Yeah, it's we were, February of twenty eighteen. That was my first guess. Actually, really? Black Panther. Because, but I was like, I, I don't get the Fallout seventy six reference. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Me either. That's a post apocalyptic. Maybe just how bad it was. I guess so. Okay, next film. One star review says, "Oh boy, there's a lot of BS to unpack here. This is a very dumb movie, but it might be more forgiving if it wasn't so blatantly tone deaf." Just say Eternals, David. That could be any movie. <laughs> I mean, the, it is vague. Um, <coughs> the next one's even more vague, but I'll go ahead and read it. Blatantly toned out. The next one's more vague. One star. Okay, MCU, I quit. Uh, okay, so it's got to be Thor 11 Thunder. Good guess, but no. I was thinking it would be Phase 4. 
Next one, half a star. Literally the most frustrating thing I've ever seen in my life. Why can't they just talk it out from the start like effing adults? Civil War. Jesus, the communications <laughs> problems it's make Captain me want to gargle Civil bleach. War. <laughs> <laughs> it's Civil War. Good job. And the last one I just thought cracked me up. At least it makes me want to revisit Batman versus Superman. You know, a better movie. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. <laughs> I like BVS too, but good lord, I don't think it's better than Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Anyway, okay, next film. One star, a boring, ugly, zero stakes nonsense movie for babies. Turtles. I was take it from you. That's a good guess, but no, it's Turtles. Turtles. No stakes. Movie for babies. <clears throat> okay, I already said mine. So next review, half a star. Bruh. Great. <laughs> That's supposed to really be a good no, uh, I'll give you a hint. Endgame is not anywhere on this list. I didn't bring up Endgame. Um, any, oh, Thor is kind of an older one. Next review, one star. Anybody who doesn't notice the de-aging CGI needs to get their eyes checked ASAP. MCU movies are becoming an effing chore. Oh my gosh, they do that in a couple movies. Yeah, they do. Civil War. Not Civil War. Winter Soldier. Is it Winter Soldier? No, it's not Winter Soldier. They do de-age them in that one. They do, yeah. Okay, well, last one. Uh, Captain America. The first one? Yeah. No. Uh, last one. Half star. Pretty bold from Marvel to make a throwback to the Catwoman Electra era of superhero movies. <coughs> Just think female. Oh, it's Captain Marvel, isn't yes. it? Because yes, it's, it's, is. it's the de aging of Sam Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Good job, Jordan. David, you're going to get one of these one of these days. No, I'm, I'm telling you. Yes, you I, are. I believe. Do not expect. Believe in yourself. There's only 33 other. Yeah. Oh, I think there's 33 now. And I don't know Marvel that well. So. All right. Next film, half a star. F you, Marvel. <laughs> Eternals. <laughs> that was that was my review. Dr. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> that was my review. <laughs> the Eternals. Marvel. <laughs> no, it's not either one of those. Uh, good guess, though. Next one. Atrocious. Unfunny. Uninteresting. Bland. Unfunny. They're uh, Ragnarok. Love and Thunder. Good guesses on both accounts. No. They're the funnier ones, supposedly. Next one. Half a star. This sucks balls. Ant-Man. <laughs> the first Ant-Man? <laughs> uh, Thor Dark World. <laughs> I'll just throw it out. No. Throw it this out one, movies. This one kind of trips you up. Uh, half a star. Man discovers guns are bad? Dang, who would have thought? Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Good guess. Dang. Guns Man are bad. Discovers guns are bad. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay, last one. MCU's military Jeff Bezos. Is it <coughs> Iron Man? It's the first <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Good job. Finds <laughs> out guns are bad. <laughs> That's basically the plot. <laughs> But two of the reviews are just F you Marvel and this sucks balls. I'm like, man, I guess. You mean like the first time is good, man. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of negative reviews though I found. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next film. Personally, this reminds me of the bloated dead fat guy in seven. Oh my gosh. Does this have to do with the movie at all? The bloated <laughs> dead guy? I guess saying the movie. Guards bloated. of Galaxy 2. No. Half a star review next. This movie bravely dares to ask. What if we made a feature-length Marvel show that was done in the style of a CW show? Was it a show? Oh, sorry. Marvel film that was done in the style of a CW show. I'm trying to think. CW movie shows are, do kind of suck. What movie? Of course, it could be one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's the thing. You <laughs> don't know with these people. They're animals online. Iron Man 3. Good guess, but no. Uh, next one, half a star review says... 
three hours of saltine cracker flavored uh, exposition. In-game. It's not in game. It can't Eternal. be. He says in game. <laughs> no. Three hours of saltine cracker flavored exposition over some ugly and confused visuals. David got it right. It is Eternals. <laughs> three hours. That's not, that's not right. The only reason says, I say Eternals is three hours. <laughs> <laughs> the next review is one star. It says sex. Well, oh, that would have yeah. given it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this movie is effing garbage. It's the first movie to have a sex scene. <laughs> and then the very last review, I just wanted to throw this out there because it made me laugh in a morbid <laughs> way. It says two stars. Um, The Eternals let 9-11 happen? Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Okay, next film. 137 minutes of quirky a-holery and trauma dumping with pretty much nothing in between. Trying to do the math in my head. One hundred seven <laughs> minutes. Two hours and seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Okay, <coughs> two seventeen. Which, if that's even true, um, I think that part's true. Read it again. One hundred thirty-seven minutes of quirky a holery and trauma dumping with pretty much nothing in between. Winter Soldier. Good guess. No, <laughs> I'm gonna say good guess for every guess y'all have. <laughs> Um. Next review, half a star. This is like the worst B sides record ever. Oh, is it Guardians of the Galaxy? Volume two. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's Guardians Volume Two. When I said when I said where it was the first time, I was like, it's a Guardians movie because of the trauma crap. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, the, holy crap. the next review cracked me up. It was half a star. It says there's only one David Hasselhoff cameo that I care for, and that's in the masterpiece that is the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> And then the last review said, I would die for Baby Groot. <laughs> that was going to give it away if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next film. Half a star review. A lot of half star reviews, turns out. 100 years of evolving film technology has finally allowed our greatest minds in Hollywood to spend $200 million on a two-hour-long JPEGs. This is Infinity War. No, it is not. Good. It's like 2.30 anyways. <laughs> but. Okay, this, one, this might help a little bit for this next one. Half a star says... Didn't watch it. I'm just mad. There's 30-plus screenings of this per day at my local theater, and yet they don't have room for one screening of Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh Shang-Chi. I'm afraid not, David. <laughs> well, that came out in 2021. We're going to go with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. This is the other one, isn't it? <laughs> it's not Doctor Strange. <clears throat> Let me read the next one. Spider-Man. No. <laughs> One star says, <laughs> a story about cancer and trauma, but it's edited like a Mr. Beast video. Oh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yes. <laughs> it's edited like a Mr. Beast video. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That one got me. And then the last one I threw in for good measure. Not one American Psycho reference. What an effing ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is our last film for today. Two stars. It's not really a story. It's just stuff happening. Ooh. Well, that's every MCU movie. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That's a good guess, but no. <laughs> Next review, half a star. I wanted to shoot myself the entire time. Well, we already did Eternals. Shang-Chi. Uh, <clears throat> good guess, no. Next review, one star. I felt like, or sorry, this felt like a $160 million budget Diary of a Wimpy Kid film. Can you imagine that? Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie with a $160 million budget. <laughs> I don't have a guess on that. I mean, I could guess a random Iron Man 2. Guess random movie, no, but... I'm afraid not. Okay, this last review, half a star. Take a dump on your table and look at it for two hours. That will be more entertaining than this pile of crap. Um, there's an absolute... 
garbage shoot of characters. The only positive is Jill and Hall, which isn't really a surprise. Oh, Spider Man Far From yeah. Home. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh. I was going to say phase four. <laughs> Congratulations, boys. Jordan, good job on that one. Thanks. Took that one home. Good job guessing Eternals on six of the nine, David. <laughs> Had to get there eventually. Hey, you got one. Got you got one, one baby. Yeah. That was fun. Good job, guys. Okay, so next, so we'll go ahead and, so I won, I think, um, you on think? that one. So um, I was proud of one, getting the, one of them in one. Um, yeah, so all MCU. Okay. Yeah, I do know my MCU. But anyway. You've seen them, David, but I, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Okay, so next week we'll do another trivia, and I'll be the one doing it, and it won't be, it'll be different. The first trivia was different, so it's all going to be, a, yeah. we're going to be different categories or different overall. He did MCU, you did people that should have played people or whatever, um, yeah. and it was good, and so we'll, I'll figure out something. I got a week. So, um, okay, so we're going to get back into this. We, last time, we stopped on the invitation, don't watch it, and then okay, now yeah. we're going to go to weird the Al Yankovic story, which I haven't seen. Which I've seen the invitation now, since we did that. Did, did it change did you, your? Did you like did, it? Did you like it? It was not great. Okay. Um, and then I saw I watched version. the unrated version also, so there was more. You could see some of the killing, some of the blood and gore and stuff, but. Crap. Um, but uh, it wasn't great. I mean, it was an okay movie. It's not something I'd go back to again, probably. But yeah. Nice. What'd you say? What would you say we're up next to, Jordan? Weird. The Al Yankovic story. Either one of you guys watched this? I haven't seen it yet. No, this it. it's kind of this movie's kind of delightful, but it's exactly what the title suggests. It's weird. It is a bizarre film because I didn't realize until about ten minutes into this movie that it's literally a parody of typical biopic films. Like it makes fun of Weird Al Yankovic in real life has had the most dull, boring life in general. Like he's not he's he's never been in any scandals or <laughs> Nothing. I mean, in this film, he fights the freaking Mexican drug cartel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it it just takes it and just goes above and beyond for everything. Daniel Radcliffe's great. It's got a pretty good cast. It's not going to blow you away. It's just a goofy, fun time. And I think if you're in the mood for a goofy, ridiculous, over-the-top film, this should be right up your alley. So check it out if you want a weird parody of um, musical biopic-type films. It's, it's, <laughs> it's entertaining enough, for sure. Next, we have Barbarian. Um, this came on HBO Max with Justin Long, and I can't remember else. Um, oh, it came out in theaters, too, but yeah. yeah I think we watched it on Skarsgård. Skarsgård. I can't remember that girl's name. Georgina she, Campbell? She, isn't she? I'm trying to think. I'm getting people mixed up. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, I actually really like this movie. Um, it's one. Of, I think it's one of the better horror movies that come out last year. We had a couple good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this this was, was a good year. 2022 was a good year for horror. This is one of the better, this is one of the better horror movies. Um, it's... You know the trailer doesn't. It, it completely throws you off what it the movie's about. Completely, it, the trailer gives you the first thirty minutes of the movie, and there's another hour or so to go, or more than that. It's really good. Justin Long, you know, is good in it. Poor guy and everything he's <laughs> in, he just doesn't always get. The, he's actually a pretty bad guy in this one, though. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. the difference in this one and the other two he's been in. He's actually a bad, pretty bad guy in this one. Um, but no, I actually had a really good time with it. My wife didn't like it because of the creature we'll say hmm. in it but i thought that was pretty cool oh, and yeah. I, I like the whole thing overall so um watch barbarian if you can yeah for sure I, I love barbarian like i said this was a great year for horror and this film is great um it's directed by the guy from why does kids you know he wrote and directed it um i can't wait to see him make more horror films uh because this had a lot of great underlying comedy in it um the performances are good this movie you never know where this movie is going to go next you never know which turn it's going to take and I, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, one of my favorites. Yeah, this one was actually a surprise for me. Um, <clears throat> based off the trailer, I thought it looked decent. 
but then you get in the movie and they they <laughs> throw you a complete left curve left turn, yeah. and uh, it was good. I mean, uh, being that it wasn't what I was expecting going in, by the end I was happy, I was satisfied, and the the creature was strange, it was weird, but you can see where they got there. Uh, I thought the characters were pretty good. Um, just overall, pretty good horror movie. So yeah, yeah, for sure. For show, for show. Next, we have the Munsters. I didn't watch this. Did not. Would not. Sorry. Uh, I hated it. Um, <laughs> I watched it. It took me two sittings to get through, and that's uh, that's rare for me. Like I usually try to get it, and it's not like I was busy or anything. I stopped it, and I thought I can't finish this right now. I would rather be mowing my lawn. I'd rather be doing anything, you know. So I stopped it, and I couldn't. I couldn't finish it. It, it's bad. I. I, I watched it out of sheer morbid curiosity to see what Rob Zombie would do in a more family. It's a PG film in yeah. a more family friendly film. Um, turns out I, I've never been a fan of his. Really, I've never never. I mean, he's he's hit or miss for people. I've never really been a fan of his films, um, and this did not put me over that edge. The movie feels like it has a budget of three hundred bucks, and it's just. All the acting is just atrocious and over the top. Put, stop putting your wife in every film you make, Rob. <laughs> he's Zombie. not going to. I get it. You, you, you know, I mean, at least she's not nude in this one. It's whatever. So, but stop putting your wife in everything. She, she's not a good actress. Bless her heart. I mean, it's got to be cool if you're husband and wife and you can just make movies, do whatever you want, put your wife in it. That's cool and all. Stop it. I don't. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it from now on. It's this movie was just, just, just bad. Just bad on. Almost every conceivable level, so don't watch it. See, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, House of Thousand Corpses. I like that movie a lot. It's, that's my favorite of his, um, but I don't really like it. <laughs> Short and jig in his head. Um, no, I don't like but, it. But you know, they put out trailers for a reason to get people interested. Yep. Watching the trailer, I was like, "There's no freaking way I'm watching this movie." And morbid just, curiosity did me just in. because it was it was it just looked so bad. I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. I never liked the Munchers anyway, so I like the old TV show. Oh, so um, do I. But this movie has none of that same spirit or vibe or anything. So it's like watching a car crash. So anyway, next we have Pearl. Um, this is T West, Ty T West, T Ty West, Ty West, Ty West whatever. Yeah. T.I., it doesn't matter. Ty West, <laughs> second out of his third, is going to come out. This is, this is the prequel to X. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how you made it yeah, with your hands. Mia Goth. Our listeners can't hear that, but Yeah, Mia Goth is it. a star. Um, I didn't hate to be this way. I loved X. I didn't really like this movie that much. Um, I actually didn't go. I actually didn't like it that as nothing. I didn't go buy it. I might buy it eventually, but like I was expected. I was going to buy it as soon as it came out. Um, this is not a horror movie. It's... Said to be one. It's more of a character drama just, with I an think it's axe just misbarked, in it. Yeah. yeah, it's a character drama of um, Pearl from X, the old woman. Spoiler, I guess. Um, I don't guess, but um, and Mia Goth plays her in X and in this. So whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of boring. You, um, it has. It still has a little bit of what X is about and a, a couple scenes. Um, but all, overall, is I think there's two deaths, maybe three. It's not really a horror movie. Like I said, it's character drama and on a farm with an axe. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I liked X much better. I, I like this film. I, I like X. X edges out Pearl for me. But I think I like this more than you guys. But it is. It, it's. I think it's just mismarketed because it's marketed as like this crazy slasher film. And it's just a character drama, basically. And, and I like it as a character drama. I don't like the fact that it was marketed as like this crazy slasher film. But it's just not that. It is a performance piece for Mia Goth, though, because she is incredible. Like, if, like, I think she's Academy Award... Uh, worthy in this film. Um, obviously, she didn't get nominated. She'll never get nominated. Or, I mean, you know, crap like this will never get nominated, probably. But she's phenomenal in this. Like, the last five minutes or so, she's, like, next level in this film. Um, it, it's... I, I didn't... I didn't... 
I didn't dislike watching it. I didn't love it. It's just kind of a slow character drama with a couple of kills here and there to keep you entertained. But that's it. Yeah, the problem is that those last five minutes is the most interesting <coughs> thing of the movie. Yeah. Um, building up to that, it was just, it was just okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. No, no. I did buy it. It's well made and well shot. I'm going to buy the trilogy, uh, so I did buy it. Um, But, yeah, up until you get those last, you know, five, ten minutes, it was just, it was just okay to me. I mean, yeah, I think Mia Goth's a great actress. I just, uh, I just don't know. I, it was hard for me to get into it. It it had kind of a Lizzie Borden feel to it, you know? Kind of, Uh, yeah. But, and I wish they had gone back a little bit more to show her, her, there's an obvious psychosis there to see that build up, but I don't think we really saw that. It was just kind of she was crazy from the beginning almost, and you got little pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of unravels. It, yeah, and yeah. so it just it just I would have liked to see a little bit more build up. I think into, into that part, but it I was it was okay. It wasn't bad. X was definitely better. But yeah. and see, I think a lot of there's a lot of people who prefer Pearl just because yeah, they it's do more of a more mm-hmm. of a deep character piece. I, you know, whatever to each their own. But anyway, um, next we have Don't Worry, Darling. Um, this is a big letdown for me. It had I haven't seen this. Florence Pugh, um, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, who directed it, who no one likes now, end up from that movie. <laughs> um, it has like a lot of potential. Yes. Florence Pugh's great in it. Harry Styles, he's there. He's okay mm-hmm. in it. He, I think he shines at parts. He's present. And the other parts, he just doesn't care because the movie sucks. Chris Pine is just there for a check. He's barely even there. And Olivia Wilde is okay. It has... I don't want to give anything away because people haven't seen it. But it, it has ideas that are cool. But then I was like, is it going to do this? And it did. I was like, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then the way they did I was like, I don't like that even more. Because I kind of figured out what they were doing. And then they then they kind of like explained to you how they are doing it. I was like, oh, I don't like that. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, it's an interesting idea. It's been done a billion times after a while, um, with this, just like this cr- awesome place and the husbands go off and do something you don't know what they're doing. And, the, and Florence Pugh's like seeing things they shouldn't be seeing. And yeah. I don't know. It's, it is okay. It's There's, not as bad as people like say. Is it kind of like a psych- psychological thriller or is it? I, guess, I mean, yes, it's supposed to be. <laughs> supposed to be. It's supposed okay. to be a mm-hmm. thriller. I wasn't thrilled once. Um, it is psychological because what you, what you find out at the end, it's kind of, it's kind of sucky for like, yeah. For like what's going on for Florence Pugh, I guess I'll say it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's definitely not very good. It's got like it's got like a five point seven. I think I give it a six. It's so. just it's just wasted potential. I um. It was marketed badly too because of like the yeah, all fighting and everything they did. I was gonna say the making and the drama behind this film is probably more interesting than the actual film itself. It's got interesting ideas and then they don't do anything with them. Florence Pugh carries this film. She's fantastic. She's fantastic in anything she does. Um, the rest of the performances are fine. Um, she she's phenomenal though. Um, but yeah, the last it has a lot of interesting concepts, and then the last twenty minutes of the film is just eye rollingly stupid. So don't it, waste your time. It kind of reminds me of WandaVision. It has like a WandaVision tag to it. You so know what WandaVision's mean? Like, a lot better. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, like <laughs> if you ever do watch, you might never watch it. But like the way they do things, it just doesn't make any sense. So whatever. Um, next we have Hocus Pocus two. I didn't watch this. I didn't watch this either. I turned it I like off. the first one, but. So, okay. so there you yeah, go. Yeah, I heard people. I heard most people online say it was fine. Yeah, it was. Or we, bad. we watched about <coughs> twenty minutes of it and just turned it off. Uh, you're like, I'd rather do anything else. Well, if if I had the two to compare, definitely you're gonna go with the first one. Uh, the story was just 
It was just it wasn't the story wasn't great. And see, I don't like the fir- I'm one of the, I'm like the minority that I don't really like the first one. I mean, I and then you wouldn't like the second one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say, is this gonna bring me around? Yeah. And then the, of course everything's updated technology wise, uh, CGI and all that junk. It just I, I just didn't think just it worked. Feel the same. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those movies I didn't even made. I mean, I like Hocus Pocus, but it's thirty years later. So, you know, I mean, mm. not quite, but you know what I'm saying? Like there were so Top many people work. jazzed for this movie though. Yeah, my, my wife absolutely loves Hocus Pocus. I mean, I yeah. bought collector's edition for you know uh, Blu-ray, all that stuff for her. And she's the one who's like, yeah, why don't we just turn this off? So wow. okay. I, was, I was like, thank you. Okay. All right. Next we have Smile. Um, Smile was one of my more, I thought, I was looking forward to this one the most as yeah. far as horror goes. The trailer looked and good. I was also let down the most yeah. as far as horror goes. I did not really enjoy this movie that much. Um, I understood where it was going. Uh, I understand what it was going for. I mean, um, it's the only creepy parts were in the trailer, and I hate when they do that a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's still creepy in the movie because it's like yeah. it's gross and it's like not really happening, kind of happening. This movie has like a lot of themes to it that I, I get the themes, and yeah, I keep looking at Kevin Bacon's daughter. I can't think of her name. It just looks like Kevin Bacon. It was actually so, mad. So, so, yeah, so, she's so, good. So, she's actually really good in she it. Did, she did. She did a good job. I don't like the ending of it. I don't mind the ending of it. Like I don't mind when that kind of stuff happens mm-hmm. when like. You know, you don't technically always win in horror movies. I don't mind those because, yeah. like, technically, uh, I mean, there's a lot of movies, horror movies you don't really win. And it opens up and, for a sequel. And it opens up <laughs> for sequels. Of course, yeah. And this movie made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. it did. But I just didn't. I, I was bored through half of it. I looked over. Even my wife, who doesn't really love horror that much, was like, "This is boring." I was really? like, "I was like, I get where you're going from." I didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. Like the ending. Um, I don't understand it. They don't. Not that I'm dumb. It's uh, they don't really. Tell you enough. They don't go into I'm the just dumb. They yeah. don't go into the lore. They give you a little bit of how you get rid of the smile or how you can get rid of the smile. They give you just enough, I think, to <laughs> but, keep you. Keep yeah, you but rolling. the lore of it makes no sense to me. So I don't know, man. I just wasn't. I didn't enjoy it. I should say. By I, any means. I understand. I like it. I like it more than you, Jordan. Um, and maybe I was just in the right vibe, in the right mindset. I just wanted to watch a horror movie, and it was like eleven o'clock at night, and I just popped this thing on, and it just, it freaked me out. It gave me, it gave me good, good heebie-jeebies. You know, um, I think. Um, yeah, it's not going to, it's not, it doesn't completely revolutionize the horror genre, but I think, um, the performances are good. I think, um, it, it's crafted well, it's made well, it's got some competent moments, some, some competent scares. Uh, it just, I think the, the ending loses me a little bit. Um, the, fu- well, not necessarily the very, very ending. I was on board with that, but the, the, the third act kind of lost me a little bit. It kind of took me, took me out of it a hair, but throughout the film, I was constantly on the edge of my seat and I was constantly, um, I was consistently scared in this film, even though I had seen some of the stuff in the trailer. It still, it still freaked me out pretty good, just because it was a competently made, well crafted horror film. Again, it didn't blow me away. I don't like it as much as Barbarian, you know, compared to other horror films. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but I still enjoyed it. Like I said, the ending lost me a little bit. I still enjoyed it though. Yeah, I think I was, I was kind of bored throughout a lot of it. I think the reason though, I don't know. I was never bored for some reason. Well, I think that the one thing they did really well in this movie is is the atmosphere. Uh, atmospherically, yeah. it felt creepy. It felt like. It, in that aspect, I can see where it might keep you on the edge of your seat type thing. Uh, yeah, because I was just in it from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, the way it was shot, it, it, atmospherically, it felt good. It felt like a good horror movie. But they they didn't do anything new, really. I mean, it was just, we've seen it a million times. And so I think that's kind of what, especially if you're a big horror fan, you've seen a lot of horror movies, it might take you out of it in that in that respect. Um, yeah, Jordan was right when they they showed most of the, the creepiest stuff in the yeah. in the trailer. And so there was no, there was no big, you know, reveal or anything there. It was wasn't. It was just 
it was just there. I mean, we, we knew it was going to happen. Uh, you can kind of gauge just by seeing other horror movies what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, the the ending was kind of, you know, what it was. Like I said, open up for another for a sequel. Uh, but it wasn't a horrible movie. It wasn't a great movie. I just kind of put it mid-tier because, like I said, they did a great job atmospherically, but as far yeah. as the story goes, it was okay. They do the exact opposite of what a Barbarian does. It's like they gave you, in my opinion, they gave you too much in the trailer. Barbarian mm-hmm. didn't give you, they didn't give you anything. They gave, right. Barbarian gave you yeah, enough to true. like want you to watch the it. The marketing department of Barbarian was, was much better. It was great. I yeah. will say, I love, I love the marketing for Smile though. How they had they did, like they, did they had marketing. random people go to um, go like the actors and and people go to random sporting events, random public events, and just sit there and smile at the camera. <laughs> Freaking creepy. Next, we have Amsterdam. Did anybody else watch this? I didn't watch this, no. I yes, watched I it. Did. Uh, oh, you did watch it, mm-hmm. didn't you? Uh, I own it now. I actually really liked it. It got kind of crushed. Really? I heard it was just like pretty mediocre. It got crushed. I don't really see why. Maybe it's because it could... It's probably a little long. Maybe it could take 20 minutes Yeah, out. I agree with that. But it's got a star-set of cast. It's got a crazy story plot. I mean, the plot is just ridiculous, but... Is it based on a true story? Not really. Parts of it. I mean... Yes. I would say you could say that, but it's so over the top. It's really not. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they took they took their own license. Yes, to it, yeah. it reminded me of now. It reminded me of Tarantino, not because of how it was shot or anything, no. and the way that he took something that was kind of was true and he just made it crazy. You know, okay. It's but it's star studded. It's got all kinds of good stuff. You go back, Christian Bale. It, he just kills it in this. He kills <laughs> it in everything. He does. He has this weird off accent thing that works really well. Margot Robbie's always good. Um, yeah, she is. John David Washington's always good. Well, I suppose what I've seen him in. Yeah. Then you have like this random Rami Malek's in it. Like it's just keep keep going, you keep Huge going. Cast, yeah. You keep going. Most David O. Russell films do have like a massive cast. I think by the end, I was I enjoyed it. It could take about twenty minutes mm-hmm. off. But Fair other enough. than that, I think it's a solid film. I don't yeah, think it's it bad. bombed at the box office, and I just heard from everyone it was super mediocre. So I, I watched never... it for free on HBO Max, and I went ahead and bought it. So I mean, I don't know. I liked it quite a bit. I'd, I'd watch it again. I might skip through. Some of the middle is muddy, but that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed this movie. Uh, definitely Christian Bale is the highlight for me. He was had some <laughs> some scenes in it that make you laugh. Um, but overall, I, mean, I thought the movie was was fairly solid. I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with even even though I think they could have cut twenty minutes out or so. I didn't have a problem with the length. Uh, simply just from watching it, I didn't get bored. Yeah. Uh, kind of figured it out beforehand so it wasn't a big surprise that type of thing uh but overall i thought the writing was good i thought the story was was interesting uh so yeah i i thought it, i thought it was pretty good i didn't have a problem with it at all it's got my girl Arnett or joy in it i watch anything she's in robert de niro shows up yeah it's just weird all, all these weird. it's just it's just crazy how many people they got to be in this movie and of course you got those actors so the actor was Swift. solid yeah. Ooh, yeah i forgot she's in that it's not for long yeah thank goodness <laughs> But yeah, it, and they all—I think they all work well together. Yeah, too. they it's do. It's like because the main three are Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and Dick, be Washington. And they work really well together. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Sometimes you get those all these big people in the same movie it doesn't work. They had a know. good chemistry though. You know what? The thing about watching Margot Robbie in, in different movies, she's just always good, and she has good chemistry with whoever she's working with. Yeah. And so I—I I just enjoy watching her. Just, just whatever. She's always the best part of any movie. She's got such, such enthusiasm. She's good in this one, too. Yeah. Um. Next, we have Me Time. I didn't watch this. Anyone else here watch this? Is this the Kevin Hart movie? 
Yes. What am I thinking of? Yes, I did. Yeah, he's that's why got, we put it on. He's uh, got someone had 15, watched it. He's got 15 of these dumb Netflix comedies that yeah. come out every year. And you said it. Dumb is right. He he's got watch this, the, the I'm with Woody Harrelson from Canada Netflix movie. What is that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Man from Toronto. I, yeah. Whatever. Then he's I haven't seen that one. Mark Wahlberg one. And then, is this the Mark Wahlberg one? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> This was this, this was not good. Huh. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right flat out. I thought Kevin Hart's funny. Funny guy, right? He's a funny okay. guy. Mark Wahlberg. He had moments. Is an actor. That's the problem. <laughs> he had moments. I like Kevin Hart's stand-up. He's irritated in almost any film he's in. Um, not, not, not a right role for Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he's the just, one. Yeah, it just, this just does not work. Is he uh, a good actor? I was gonna say, are we gonna, are we gonna ask this question <laughs> we're again? We're gonna go to that again. <laughs> is he a good actor? No, he's not. No. <laughs> Give him something not to be serious in, or something not to be funny in. Yeah, what? it's not bad. Um, this movie just the writing was bad. The I think the concept was bad. I just it just wasn't good. We were go. I I didn't know anything about it. We I just saw it on Netflix. I was like, okay, let, why don't we try this? And so we went in, a couple laughs. Just overall though, it wasn't. Kevin Hart plays a dad that he's got two kids. Uh, he's head of the PTA, and all the his, his life revolves around the kids. Of course, and so they talk him into going away for the weekend with Mark Wahlberg, and, Me and then there's all kinds of. Does the rock show up? No. Oh. Is there a turtle in this movie? There is. Okay. Yeah, I think that's on the poster. Um, and then Weird all kinds question. of chaos ensues, but it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I, if I were to rate this movie, I might give it a five, maybe out of ten. Maybe, say, right? yes, not a five. Okay. Five, five out of ten. Out of five. That's <laughs> a maybe. It might, might even be lower. Okay. But, but go. I, I know it didn't do. I'll be generous. I had no desire to watch it. No, so I, I thank would. You for I would not recommend it at all. All right. Next we have Hellraiser. Um, mm. This I is the. I kind of forgot about this. This movie. is the reboot Hellraiser. That was that was last year. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. the year before. Mm, tw- it came out in October. <laughs> yeah. 2022, yeah. Wow. A few yeah. months ago. Yeah, it feels like forever it ago. It does. I just but it came out in October. Um, I liked it, actually. Um, I've only seen the first Hellraiser and this one. I have not watched the sequels. Yeah, same here. I will tell you, I think this is the best Hellraiser, <laughs> now that I've seen this one. Um, it's I like dif- the original. It's different. This one's not all about yeah. someone wants to... To feel pain for pleasure, and now I'm a gross zombie, and the woman's er- erotic the whole time. This one is about a box that, if you you know, I don't know. It's all about a box. I thought this one was better. It's a little long. It's too long for a horror movie, um, but it's okay. I thought it overall it was pretty cool. You get to see a lot of the Cenobites in this one. Like yeah. have a little bit more of a thing. I thought the gr- woman that plays Hellraiser plays a pretty good Hellraiser. Now I'm not saying I think the first Hellraiser is better as far as like the actor. Oh, Doug Bradley. I, but I think great. she's competent. They make her yeah. voice sound like neither male nor female. You know, it's like a it's weird like an alien Cenobite. Yeah. I think this one works better. It's acted all right, but the first one acted well is either. So um, <laughs> I know that you like the first one, and I, I know you like, but. I I enjoyed this actually. I mean, for I was not excited. <laughs> let you know that. Yeah, I think uh, I think Hellraiser is. I think it's competently made. It is. Um, it, it's got a it's got a good craft behind. I can't remember the directors who did this. Yeah. Did, did well, some, you know, you go into that. I think the books are better anyway. Clive Barker. Ah, we're not nerds, David. I'm mean, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, I, think, I, think the books I forgot it was a book. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I'm kind of right in the middle with this movie. I think every character is an insufferable moron in this film, but uh, this story overall is okay. And then near the last like half an hour or so, it just gets kind of just gets kind of predictable and whatnot. But it's still 
it's still an entertaining enough gross-out slasher-type film. Yeah. Uh, I just think all the, the creature design and stuff, the box, and everything, I think all the d- production design and the costume design and stuff is next level. It's really cool. Um, but overall, it just it didn't wow me. I wasn't mad that I watched it. I was just, meh. Well, okay, I've seen, I think I've seen all of them. Um, all the Hellraiser movies? Yes. That's impressive. Um, this one was probably one of the better ones. Uh, even out of, uh, sequels are just horrible. That's I, what just, I heard. So I, I didn't like yeah, the first I one. Just, so I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch the other one. They just, no. they just keep getting bad. The they either. keep getting worse. Um, this one wasn't bad. I do enjoy the first one. Uh, it's hard to enjoy. Well, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I like I like the story. I, I'm not saying the acting was great, except for like Hellraiser himself. Um, but yeah. I like the technical, what right. they had to do as far as the, you know, they didn't have the CGI back then. And so everything was, you know, putting putting flesh and the bones and all that stuff back together, you yeah. know, uh, it, that, that stuff was really cool to me. Um, you know, you got CGI and just you can do it, no big deal. Um, but I thought the story was, was good. It was okay. I did enjoy the Cenobites. I think you see the Cenobites a little more than you do in most movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think back. I can't remember. As far as all of them, I can't remember for all sure, of them. I think. Um, I thought they did a decent job with the lead this time. Um, <coughs> they did go to another uh, actor, you know, later in the in the series out, out of the 350 movies they have now. Um, and it, not not as good as the first one, definitely. Uh, he's still my favorite. Uh, sh- I thought they did a good job with this one. Uh, the Cenobites oh, were cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought the Cenobites were cool. I thought that the I thought they did a good job with the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I liked the house. Um, I thought they could have done more with the house, though. Uh, it didn't feel like they, they did enough. They, it yeah, just felt I like, get what you're saying. felt like they could have done a little bit more, made it more part of the story, and I thought I think I would have liked it more. Um, but it's okay. I mean, uh, overall, it's not definitely not the worst one I've seen. Uh, maybe top three. And so I'll, I'll say that. One thing I did like about it, now I've only seen the first one and this one, so say what yeah. you will. I like how you get the box is more integrated in this story than the first one. It's definitely different, yeah. But like, it's kind of that one guy's like, it's like heart stops, whatever, and it turns. I thought that was kind of cool because he, he asked for power or whatever. Well, and, th- and there you go. I like that a little bit. And there bit. you go with, you know, today's technology compared to oh, yeah. They couldn't do nearly as much back then as they can but, now. Oh, yeah. And so they took advantage of and that. They and they had I a budget of $200. Right. And they, like I said, in yeah. they, they took advantage of that, and I think they, they really upped the ante there. So I thought that was good. I like how. In this one, like, you know, when you get all together and you put all the box together and you get someone, you have to get people to die. You get like, and you get a reward. The reward is just what they see as a reward, but mm-hmm. what we see as a reward is pain. I kind of like well, that. Well, like, yeah. so. you know, in the first one, like I said, it, it's nostalgic for me, number one. But number two, I enjoy all the practical effects type stuff. And that's just, that's where I land on that. So I get it. All right. Next, we have Werewolf by Night. Now, I put this in here. It's 48 minutes long, um, but I thought it was more of a movie it's more of a movie than it is yeah a show so i kind of put it in here um it's the dark marvel part of the mcu yeah um it's really good i watched it pretty recently actually i hadn't i just been putting it off you get to see um swamp no it's not swamp thing it's man thing or something man like thing, that. Yeah. yeah man thing the werewolf's cool it's a it's shot in black and white so it's kind of cool it's really cool yeah um i liked it a lot not much to say about it it's just introducing man thing and the werewolf because they're going to be in the mcu it's basically the only reason for it but i thought it was cool it was a it was a halloween special thing i just got around to watching like two months ago so yeah yeah anyway i, I, I like that marvel the marvel's like you know what we're gonna do something different we're gonna let famous composer michael 
Giacchino? I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Um, but we're going to let this famous composer uh, direct this weird werewolf special for Disney+. Plus. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I really I really dug the atmosphere. I really dug the vibe of it. Um, I like the story. It's simple. It's effective. It works. Um, it's not going to blow you away, but it was but it was really solid. It's probably my second favorite thing to come out in Marvel Phase 4, So, which is not saying a lot. But still, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's dark and gritty. It's got like actual kills and everything. It's kind of like it's harder than most MCU blood. movies. Yeah, but black and white. But yeah. either I way, I haven't got around to it. So I'd watch you it. You should check it out. Yeah, it's Especially only like fifty minutes. He's gonna be coming around the MCU or get his own movie eventually. Is what I've been reading. So um, next, we have one of my favorite movies of the year: Halloween Ends. Um, <laughs> I hate this movie. Um, it's a bad, bad, oh. bad movie. It might so be. Bad. The worst Halloween movie. It's not, probably, but it's right there. It's right there as being it's one of the worst. It's not good. Um, uh, I hate it. I don't think anything about it's good. We, we went in-depth about this in one of our podcasts. So yeah, we did. You can see how much yeah. we hate it there, but I really hate it. Talk about just disrespecting your franchise. One of my favorite all-time characters. Disrespected. Yeah, after all so. these years of having... At least the character stood up all these years until this one. Yeah, just talk about what a wet fart way to end a franchise. Yeah. I mean, even Laurie Strode sells out. Like, yeah. come on, it's just it's just disappointing. It's just so disappointing. I remember the I, dude's name, but I hate him. The guy that's in <laughs> Corey. I, I know I don't like any Corey. Freaking Corey. I haven't <laughs> met a Corey that like in the house. Feldman. <laughs> yeah, hate them all. Hate them all. <laughs> but yeah, what? A, just just a disappointing mess. We do have a full review about it. I'm not gonna go into it now, but yeah, didn't like it. Yeah, this movie sucked. There sucked hard, man. Yep. Anyway. Number next. Number next. I'm, number not doing, next. I'm not doing numbers. <laughs> so next one is Black Adam. You know, it's a superhero movie it that is. came out it for is. DC. And it it's did a, come out. And it's exactly <laughs> what I expected. Yeah. It was just fine. The Rock is fine. The movie's fine. There's people that like hate this movie. The effects I, are fine. The team. I, I think I like Dr. Fate the best out of everything. And he's yeah. not even a main character. Mm-hmm. He's barely in it. It's fine. The ending is fine, but now it doesn't matter because they fired him. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, eh. yeah, talk about the it most. flopped. So not make another one. No. Make, yeah, and the rocks like on Twitter trying to tell everybody, no, it made a profit. I'm like, give it yeah. a break, dude. Give it a break. Um, but talk about the most just painfully mediocre film that's out there. Uh, Pretty bland, just, yeah. Everything is just just there. I mean, like. The Rock's there, and The Rock's like my least favorite part about the movie. I like Pierce Brosnan and the dude who plays uh, Hawkman more than yeah, yeah. more Forgot than The Hawk Rock. Man. Like their dynamics really cool. Some of the supporting characters are, are cool and interesting. Don't do a lot with them. Just it's your typical paint by numbers bland superhero film. They so, just yeah. copy Ant Man, make Adam Smasher go big. I don't know. But The Rock did go to you know he was on social media for months trying to. <laughs> Trying to get people to go watch this it thing. Didn't, it didn't work And it that didn't well. work. No. So, and after I watched... It didn't flop, but it didn't turn a big problem. I'm just saying it make money, so... Uh, you know, work. after I watched, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I didn't pay to see this. No, I did. Um, oh, I, I paid did. like $9. Oh, did you? I watched it when it came on HBO. Um, no, I just... I probably wouldn't have watched it if I hadn't gone opening weekend. <laughs> would I watch it again? No. I, yeah, I just I just won't watch it again. Yeah, I don't know if I'd watch. It. My son might like it and watch it again, so yeah. I might have to watch it. Well, there you go, yeah, kids. But as far now, as far as is very very mid tier, middle of the road, muddled, 
just no, thank you. No, I mean, there's a billion <laughs> other DC movies I'd rather watch over. Just well, saying no something doubt. because yeah. DC doesn't have a good record, but yeah. I'd, I'd rather watch Man of Steel. You can fight me on that. I know people don't like Man of Steel that much, but like I don't, I, I don't mind Man of Steel. This movie's not as bad as people say. It's just, it's just nothing. Like there's nothing <laughs> it's to it. And it's nothing. You know and it's saying? not. It's yeah. not. It do, definitely doesn't live up to the hype. Was is a big thing. No, they, need to, they need to re-release the Blu-ray box and put literally nothing. And Black <laughs> Adam is too overpowered. Or not like they. DC did the same thing as Marvel can do. They just they like their character to be really strong at one part, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, he can't win." So well, we're you know, have to weaken and, him yeah. here. And look how it. you know how does how does that work when he's you know uh, the Rock is going to social media trying to act like this is going to be the the beginning of the rejuvenation of DC. Yeah. You know, and it just and they, was not good there. Thing he's then they not fired the, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then they, then they didn't do that. Yeah, anyway. I'll give it to you. He's working on it for 10 years. I mean, mm-hmm. it's dedication. For, it feels, like, for it feels like he's been announced to be Black Adam for a decade. Yeah. yeah it does. No anyway, doubt. we've talked about this movie too long ago. Next. <laughs> I haven't seen this next movie. I put it on here. Till? Oh, I this is... Um, I actually... I started to watch this one night. There was a thunderstorm. My power went out, and I didn't finish it. I watched like 10 minutes of it. I heard um, <laughs> I heard uh, Daniel Deadweiler, the main lady, is really, really great in it. She was snubbed for an Oscar, apparently. Uh, again, I, I wanted to watch it. I, I never got around to finishing it. Um, I'd like to watch it. I've heard it's a pretty powerful, pretty moving, yeah. true story. Um, so, yeah. If you've seen Till out there, we should, well, I guess we should watch it. <laughs> well, the next one... I'm pretty sure autocorrected to a different word. I don't know what it is. If it says resurrection, I know that's not a movie. So yeah, resurrection was a movie that was I it? watched. Oh, was, it, last is year. It, was it because of you? I put it on there. Okay, probably. What is it? What yeah, is it? I watched. It's got Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth in it. Oh yeah, okay. It's a weird um, sci-fi horror. I don't film. remember it at all. It's got. It just kind of came and went. It only got like a limited to, release, I think. Um, I'm trying to think, if I've seen it or not. I, if there, I think you'd remember it if you saw it, David, because it's it goes to some weird places in this. Uh, Re- Rebecca Hall is this is her niche of just playing a frantic, crazy person yeah. in a independent horror film. Um, that's her niche. She's uh, definitely getting there. She, sure. And she's great. She is genuinely great. She, I think she's great in all these. Like the Nighthouse, like the the Bleh. spot that <laughs> I like the, the niche that she finds. She's great in these films. My shadow. Um, <laughs> she she's great in these films. But uh, it's I asked Jordan to put it on there just so I could mention it. If you like weird horror sci-fi films, nobody saw this this last year. But if you like weird sci-fi horror films with outrageous concepts and pretty solid performances, creepy moments. Check this out. It's it's I again, may, have, may have to check it out. It's weird. It's it, the ending's ambiguous. It's just kind of 5.9. It so. just kind of that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, the the ending is it leaves everything open. A lot of people don't like that. I think I gave it like a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed the performances, the atmosphere, the weird vibe of it. It didn't completely hit with me, but it's worth checking out if you like weird sci-fi horror films. Next, we have All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. This was the best uh, movie as far as war movies come out next year, no last year, because there wasn't many come out anyways. But if there were more, I don't think it'd be better than this. This is like a perfect pairing for 1917 um, because you have both sides. Now this is this goes past that year, but you have one. This movie is about the losing side. 1917 is about the winning side, so it's interesting. I've never seen a war movie quite like this where you're. Well, I mean, there's more out there, but that you're seeing it from the losing side and watching a kid just basically lied to. About being a hero and having to go through the, some of the worst yeah. stuff. It's got really. I mean, it won the Oscars for a bunch of stuff. For like, it won four Oscars and it, and it deserved it. I think cinematography, production design, score, and so cinematography is great. It um, it's heartbreaking all the way through yeah. because you see all of his favorite people die in horrendous ways. Um, he doesn't have a great ending himself, which and I think it works for the movie because the movie is just depressing. 
Um, I, bleak, yeah. I watched it. Um, I, t- I took the dub off because I didn't like the dub. You liked the dub. I did. I watched it um, in, you know, what, what, what was it, in German? German yeah. German. Mm-hmm. So I don't know German, so I had to read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm brushing up my German. So, <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. As much as you can enjoy a movie like this. Yeah. It's hard to enjoy these type of movies, but I, I don't know if I ever watch it again, but I'll never forget it. Does that yeah, make sense? I don't, I don't have to watch it again because I think it's stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It's sad. I think it does really well. I read some comments online about it saying that, like, from what they heard from their, like, great-grandparents, this is kind of what it was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they really yeah. captured it. So. I, uh... I watched this movie back in October when it first came out on Netflix, and it seemed like nobody was talking about it whatsoever. And then, like, it got all this buzz and stuff around the Oscar time, and I'm kind of glad it did because this is a movie that I think people need to watch while simultaneously being a movie that's hard to watch. Um, it's two and a half hours, too. It's, it's long. It's, it's long. It's brutal. It's visceral. It's heart-wrenching. It is tough to watch, but it hit me like a it's, it's a gut punch of a film. Uh, and I understand there's some people out there that are just kind of like, you know, we've seen a lot of War as Hell type movies. We don't really need another one. And I, I agree with that, but at the same time, I, it, it's just it's told in a different way that I haven't quite seen it just like this before. So, um just, just the relentlessness of this film just, uh, just left a lasting impression on me. So, yeah. I, number one, I love historical <laughs> dramas, based on true, based on true events. Anyway, um, this movie takes you behind the lines of the enemy. Uh, we say enemy, but you know the, the German side, and uh, they did not win. Yes, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> spoiler. Uh, it was just. I thought the story was so compelling. Two and a half hours, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. I agree with that. It, it went by, you know, at a two-hour pace, definitely. It was, it was, the acting was good. The story was compelling. Um, you hated to see what happened to some of these characters. Uh, when you can draw me in enough to that, to make me care about these these characters that, mm-hmm. that were obviously lied to to go into the war. And it's war. not even really, the, the, it does a great job because the movie's not even really about the characters, it's about the war, but you right. still care about them. Yeah. But I mean, what what you get into with the characters so much is that how they were lied to, propaganda oh, yeah. of the war at the time. You know, you're going in to save, even though they knew, they knew pretty much that they had already lost the war, but they're still sending in troops to, to die. Yeah. And of pride. it is just so, yeah. it's compelling, it's sad, it's just... Like you guys said, it's it's a gut punch, and it just it hits you in the right place to where you just you're in the movie, you're 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 drawn in, and you can't get out. And by the end, you're like, you know, it's like it's it's like you've run a marathon, and you just you're 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 drained. It just it yeah. it felt like that. And the main kid's fantastic in this. This was his first film. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. So it'd be a rough film to be the first film as far as like I feel I like it had to be complete hell. Yeah. And some of that stuff. Yeah, I would know, but looked horrible. But still, as the first film, still I mean, good, what kind of film? I mean, that's fantastic to be mm-hmm. first film. My the scene that's gonna stick with me forever is whenever he ends up like shooting one of the guys, and then he feels remorseful. He tries to kill him, then tries to save him. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. lord, that was it's tough to watch. Right? Oh, anyway, I told Emma, I was like, you don't need to watch it because <laughs> she likes war movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I was like, dude, this is the one of the saddest. You think? Shaving Private's Privates is as bad. Shaving <laughs> This is sad, bro. Yeah. I, I was telling my mom about this. She loves the she loves the original film, and I like the original film quite a bit. Um, the one from nineteen thirty. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my mom about this. I said this film's incredible. It's not for you. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. I was like, you would not, you would not dig it. Next, we have the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, stellar movie. This is not a movie I thought I would. I, I don't want to say it this way. I didn't know if I'd like it. Okay, I, but I was like, you know what? Yo, I'm gonna buy it before I watch it. There that works fifty percent of the time. Um, Sixty percent of the time, look it at, works every, every time. time. <laughs> look at you, duel. So, anyways, um, 
I watched it. I absolutely loved it. I was intrigued the whole way. I had to put subtitles on because I couldn't understand what they were saying. They're yeah. so Irish. That's yeah. how good this movie is. That's how authentic this movie feels because yeah. Colin Farrell is saying, I don't know what he's saying half the time. He's saying, I don't know if he's saying the F word or he's saying like a not F word. I don't yeah. care. They say frick a lot. This, yeah, they do. This slang. movie, the only thing about it is just one friend decides, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm going to cut my fingers off if you become my friend. I won't tell you if we're not. And it's just like crazy good. I wish... I know that Brendan Fraser probably deserved it. I wish Colin Farrell could have won if he didn't. I'm cool Brendan Fraser won, obviously. Um, I thought everyone was good in it. There's only like three main yeah. characters, or four if you count. Can't say his name in Eternals. Um, Barry Keoghan. Yeah, yes. he got also nominated. He was good. Um, he was. I don't know. I- I'll watch the movie a couple more times. You know, um, It's a cool character piece. Uh, I don't know. I just, it hit yeah. me pretty good. I-, I think this movie is wonderful. I, um, it-, it is... Um I don't know. It's just, it's just delightful. I think I think it's a good story. It's a simple story, but it's also it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of really saying something, you know. It's kind of like a subtle way of saying like like you know like just just the subtle imagery of like these two lifelong friends having this spat while there's also like a real war going on like across the island from them and stuff, yeah. you know. Like just it's like a subtle way of saying like war is hell, you know. Like what's violence? What's friendship? What's all He's this like, stuff? You're but just it, dull. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time though, it's wickedly funny too. I like the dark comedy. Uh, I didn't find of it. it. I, did, I never found it much comedic. Really? I thought it was just I thought me. It was I did. Funny. I thought there were parts of it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty funny, and I love Martin <laughs> McDonough. Um, I. This is, uh, I, I wish he would have won the best screenplay Oscar. Banshees went home empty-handed on Oscar night, unfortunately. Mm, but yeah. um, Stupid. Everywhere, everywhere all at once. Won everything. <laughs> won everything. But uh, but I still really enjoyed this film. Um, it's not my favorite Mark McDonough film. That's still probably three billboards. But it's it's up there. I love that movie. Yeah. I would right. say it's one and two, yeah. Banshees is great. Yeah. Um, I really, this was not on my radar. I wouldn't even, wouldn't have checked it out to the Jordan not said something about it. I think I said something first. But and, uh, well, one of you did. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought the premise sounded stupid. Yeah, once I can I, see that. Once I got into it, I was like, ah, okay, I'll check it. It's on You're HBO. You're like, how are you going to make a movie about this? Yeah, but it works. It's on HBO. I was like, okay, I'll try it. And got into it and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. The character studies in these are fantastic. Um, Tom Gleason's character is just a jerk. He, he really well, kinda, I, I he get what is, he's saying, but at the, but same, like, at the same time, pride, I mean, pride. you know, he's getting oh, older. Brendan Gleason. Brendan, sorry. Donald you know, is his son. But at the same time, you're getting Mad-Eye Moody. You're mm-hmm. getting into it, and that character there, you know, he's thinking about his mortality. He's getting older. So you, you're there's a, there's a case study there, right? He's a, he's a talented musician. He wants to he wants to leave something behind before he dies, and then you've got you know Colin Farrell, who <laughs> just wants to be just friends. Him. Yeah, um, and they grew up. You know, they've grown up into this friendship over the years. There's another there's another aspect to this movie that you know there's an isolation aspect mm-hmm. to it where there aren't that many people on this island, so you don't have that choice of being friends. And so when your best friend says, "I don't want to be your friend anymore." That's a gut punch, man. I just don't like it. I mean, I yeah. Like you liked and me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he doesn't, his explanation is there, but not if, good if, it, if it's coming from your best friend, you're like, what the crap? That doesn't make sense. And so this whole intertwining story is fantastic. I did not think I'd like it. I absolutely love it. I bought it. I, it's good. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, next, stay on the same type of role, Enola Holmes 2. Um, I didn't watch this. I started I it and either. I turned it off. It was like 20 minutes in. I just wasn't in the mood for it, really, because I was like, it's two hours long. The first one's okay. Um, so. Supposedly, Henry Cavill's in this one a lot more, which got me thinking I wanted to watch it. And then I, the first 15 minutes, the monologue from her, I was like, I don't want to watch it anymore. I forgot this even <laughs> came out. 
So not that I, I'm not saying it's bad. It has the same exact score as the first one almost. Like yeah, I'm on sure MDB. it's fine. I'm like, sure I, it's good. The first one's okay. It was delightful mm-hmm. enough. They're making a universe out of it supposedly. Like nice. Henry Cavill's coming back as Sherlock Holmes. I liked him as Sherlock. I'd rather watch more about him probably. Um, no, oh, nothing yeah. against Millie Bobby Brown. She's she's delightful though. I mean, but Helen, I, yeah, I just I didn't have much interest. I mean, I liked the first one okay, but like I said, I didn't have enough interest. Helen Bottom Carter's in this one. Wouldn't mind seeing a spinoff of Sherlock Holmes with him. He was a good Sherlock. I didn't think he'd be a good Sherlock. Nothing against him. I just didn't know if he could do it. He can do about anything. Yeah. He's just too handsome. Yeah. Handsome. 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 I like some ham. Um, but Hel- Helen Barnum Carr is more in this one, too. And I like her quite a bit. You know, I really like her in about everything, even though she's in weird movies. Um, but anyways, watch. I'll, I'll probably end up watching eventually. Maybe not. Um, next, we have Wakanda Forever. Or you can call it Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, this one is extremely underwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was boring. I, I think they do well to T'Challa's death or, you know, Chadwick Boseman's death. They do well with that in the first 30 minutes. It was super cool, that part. And then it just becomes really boring. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, here's Underwater I don't care about. Here's an in-fight scene that's crazy. Here's Now he now you have a son, which is cool and we did a for whole, the MCU. But we did a whole thing about this, too. We did a whole review on yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it's beautiful the way they handle the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Best you can part tell, of the movie. Best part you of the can movie. tell that it's not just a character in the film, that like the actors are really grieving him and stuff. Uh, it looked it looked genuine, the yes, crying. Yes. I don't know if it was. The but. whole aspect of that is handled well. And for me, it, because of that, it's it's a step above, uh, certainly a step above some other recent Marvel films. Um, but it's not hard uh, to do. It's <laughs> still... It's still um, just okay. It's like yeah. I. It's just okay. It's like mid. I think it's in my middle tier. Like I can tell exactly where it is for me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where it is right now, but it's in my tier. Yeah. Just middle. looking at the whole overall movie, just I didn't really care for it. About too. It's uh, just too long. Yeah, it was too long. Uh, I did <sighs> a lot of the story aspects. I just I, I just didn't like. Uh, some of the CGI wasn't good. It just there were just different things we picked apart in yeah. the review, and it just wasn't a movie for me. I like the very beginning. I like the very end because both are both emotional. The in between mm-hmm. wasn't a big fan of. I hate to be that way, but it's like I wanted to be a better movie for Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but they did good with him, and yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. his you know Wakanda Forever. I never, that's one of the best things about the movies. Wakanda Forever. So, mm-hmm. anyways, for sure. Next we have a Christmas story. Christmas. Didn't watch this. It was actually pretty good. It was, it I'm gonna was be honest. Good, I don't yes. even like the first one that much yeah. anymore because I've seen it 48,000 times. It I was very forever. surprised actually. And I might watch this this next year, but I haven't. We uh, we watched it as a family basically. Like yeah, we me, did. me, Emma, and Devonte, and of course Parker. He didn't care. Was over here. By the way, Parker's a year and a half for people out there. He didn't really care <laughs> he about didn't it. Love this he movie. didn't love it. We all watch it. Now my son had never seen Devonte. Never seen the first one, but still watched this one. He still liked it. He didn't need mm-hmm. it because you don't really need to see the first one that much. I mean, it helps yeah. obviously because there's callbacks. But like honestly. Everyone's back except for the ones that have died, uh, and they recast the mother because she didn't want to come back. So she, 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 retired, she retired from acting. But she has since died. Yeah, and so everybody is not you know. But I thought it was good. He comes. What's his name? Plays Ralphie. I can't think of his name from my head. Um, what is his name? He comes back. He's, he's from Spider-Man: Far From Home. He, he, he's also an Iron Man. Yes. Um, anyway, Christmases. Yes. Yeah. Jeff Bridges <laughs> screams in his face. Yes. Anyway, it's delightful. He's narrating it this time. Yes. It. Honestly, I liked it. I mean, it's not as good as the first one, probably, but I'd probably watch this one more because I haven't seen as much. You know yeah, what I mean? I like I've seen the first too. one so much. My mom yeah. is a Nazi. Every year, I heard most people say, "Oh, it's it's good enough," you know. And I, I never, is. I just, I never got around to it. And once Christmas was over, I was like, "What's the point?" <laughs> it's one of those movies that didn't even be made forty years nope. later or whatever, but it worked. It's like kind of like Top Gun, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it was I was not I was, as good as Top Gun, but that comparison. I did not want to watch it. We watched it because your mom wanted to. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it because she she just <laughs> she has to watch the first one every year. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Yeah, I'm pretty much over that. 
but I was actually compelled. The story was decent. Uh, they had a lot of. They brought a lot of the original characters back, which is a lot of, which, which is fun to see. Their legacies, right? <laughs> and uh, and it was funny. I mean, it. They actually did a decent job with this. I thought the writing was really well. It was really well done, and it was overall a pretty good movie. Now they need to stop with it. Yes, let's not make another one. This is a perfectly fine sequel. <laughs> Just stop right there. <clears throat> he can keep, he can keep being an MCU or whatever he needs to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, let's it was stop doing these movies. Now. It was actually decent. Next we have the menu. The Menu was another one that I had on my radar. I didn't go watch. I wanted to, but like things happen in your life, you know, family mm-hmm. didn't have the time to get out. But I enjoyed this movie. This movie is what Triangle Sadness wanted to be. And I've said that before. They have parallels. This movie's much better. Ralph Fiennes just crushed it. My girl, Ontario Joy's in it. She just <laughs> crushes it. Nick Holt, is that his name? Nick- Nicholas Holt, yeah. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. He's actually really good in this. He's very good, yeah. Um, I overall loved it. I thought the ending was great. I thought... All the way through. I watched my wife. She goes, is, is there a twist? That's not really. Nope. <laughs> um, your twist is. Pretty straightforward. Your, your twist is the twist. I'm not going to say it. It's not much of one, but straightforward. Ralph Fiennes gives his best performance as Voldemort. I don't know. I'm just joking. I don't know what's in between. But <laughs> it's really good. I'd watch it, especially if you hate rich people. So, <laughs> anyways. Or bad actors. Or whatever. <laughs> this, gosh, I, I I loved the menu. And this is kind of a long, there was a lot of films that were like of this um, eat the rich type type uh, vibe over the last Final year. Sadness. Yeah, and like Glass Onion and like, you know, a few, a few films yeah, like that. Yeah, I guess that. Glass Onion is kind of um, like that, isn't it? So th- this is my favorite of the three, though. Um, and, and I've seen a lot of stuff online. People prefer Triangle of Sadness over don't the menu. That. I don't, I don't, don't agree that. with that. But I, I love the menu. I feel like this film... I feel like this film was almost tailor made for me because I love. You dark, hate rich people. I hate rich because people. because he hates I rich hate and rich bad people. actors. No, I I love I love dark comedies. I love horror films. I love Ray Fiennes. I love Anya Taylor Joy. I love Nick Holt. I love food. I love the fine dining. <laughs> I, I mean, love food. I'm just being, I, I watch so many cooking shows and I watch so many. I I just I love I love the kind of food world. Is this making uh, fun of Gordon Ramsay? I don't know if it's. Does him. it feel like it? I don't, I don't know if it's played. I don't, I don't know if it's him specifically. I've Bobby watched Flay. so much crap. I don't even Gordon care. Ramsey Bobby Flay. <laughs> don't care. Makes me fun of Bobby Flay. Um, but uh, I love the I love the story of this film. It's not wildly complex. It's a less than perfect film, but it's still so good. It's so well done. And there's when you stop and actually think about it, there's a lot of meat on the bone. No pun intended. There's a lot more to dig into with this film when you think about it. Um, and there's a lot to unpack. Great performance. It's great. I just I really really enjoyed it. No, I love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. You can't tell we like this movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Hated it. And Like the rich. It's complex in its simplicity. It was so fantastic. It, you're talking about one set, basically. You're inside a restaurant for yeah. the most part, okay? This, this, this restaurant that only holds how many people? 15, maybe? Uh, you never see the 15, outside 20? world, really. Yeah. They get on a boat. So it's, it's simplistic in that way. In another way, I, I like um, how it's... In that aspect, you're talking about, uh, you know, isolation. Isolation. There's These people can't go anywhere. Another aspect that I really enjoyed about this movie was that it's horrible. What's happening? Oh, okay. the movie sucks. What is, happening, what is happening is actually horrible, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of comedy that's going on at the same time. And so... Even the... Sorry. Go ahead. So so it's, it's, it's funny... It's it. It's hard to describe how a horrible situation is, but at the same time, it is funny, and you get into it, and you, you're you're enjoying these characters. You you kind of get a, a a glimpse into how horrible they are at times. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, except for maybe you know one. Yeah, she. It's yeah. Not, well, she's not a good person, I well, guess. But yeah. not necessarily a good person. But she's 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 not. I don't supposed think to she's innocent. This, I don't she's, think anyone in this film is a good person. At the same time, she's not supposed to be there. Technically, she's innocent though. And and yeah. Ralph Fiennes under, understands that and sees that. Um, but overall, just the writing, the atmosphere, just what they did with this movie in in such a small enclosed area was just absolutely fantastic. Like, I, there's a huge shout out to the director on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it I was so that, so good. Um, like you were saying, like um, it's horrible the things that happen. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I get it, <laughs> I get it. Like I get his motivation. I get the I get the uh, complete. I, I, maybe I'm a psychopath for understanding where he's coming from with well, with this. I mean, I, anyway. I think I think that's the brilliance of it, though. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can definitely understand it. Mm-hmm. It does good the horror comedy thing. I mean, it is comedic, but you, there is a fine line of getting to where yeah. it's too too comedic for a horror movie. And I think, and it, I think it didn't, it didn't I cross think that this, line. Though. Yeah, no, I think it, it walks it that line perfectly. But yeah, at the same time, yeah. one of the biggest laughs I got all year was just from a title card in this film. I know. That's you know what I'm talking about. Those title Tyler. cards were great. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so definitely go check it out. We obviously love it. Um, next, we have Woman Talk- Women Talking. Did you watch that? I did watch this, okay, yeah. I haven't, seen it. I haven't seen it either. Okay. I, I watched this because it was on the... It was on the uh, I wanted to watch every film nominated for Best Picture. Um, nerd. It's... Call me a nerd, yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, it's good. It's, it's, it's very well acted. How it many is, women talk? It's seventy percent women talking, hmm. so that's that's the film. Uh, but it is. I was baffled to learn. I didn't know anything about it going in. I was baffled to learn afterwards that it's based on a true story. It's very. It takes place in two thousand ten. So that makes it more compelling. To I me. thought it was. I thought it took place in the early nineteen hundreds. It takes place in twenty ten, but it's like an isolated religious community hmm. of these women that um, are consistently like drugged raped and beaten and then Mm -hmm. they're left and then uh they the men of this uh community basically tell them like oh you're crazy you know it was uh, that definitely didn't happen it's got it's got to be satan whatever (laughs) you know they're constantly like like constantly gaslighting these ladies and they have to come to the decision like are they going to stay in this community are they going to fight are they going to leave and that's basically the discussion that they have among several of these women um it at times feels kind of artificial it feels kind of staged but at this uh, on the other hand it feels pretty genuine it has really good performances and a really good script it won best adapted screenplay um it didn't blow me away but i'm glad i watched it it was it was baffling to me like i said it was baffling that it was based on a true story but anyway okay next we have bones and all um this is one of my favorites of the of the year um because i know he's going to He's gonna crap on it, but it's Timothy, no. it's Timothy Chalamet. I can't remember the chick's name. She's the one that I thought was in Barbarian for a second. I can't oh. think of her name. It's not her, but anyway, I can't remember either. Um, I'll look it up in a second. But this movie is a, you know, um, coming of age story with Timothy Chalamet and the main girl. I'm gonna look up and find out. But um, Taylor Russell, yes, Taylor Russell. That's why I couldn't think of it. But anyways, this movie I enjoyed through and through. It's gross. It's about cannibals, mm-hmm. but. In this world, it's not the weirdest thing to be a cannibal. Um, it's actually like a creature type it's thing. Weirdly normal. It's weirdly normal. The way that, and they, I think they explain it pretty well. I liked it all the way through. It's heartbreaking. It's good. I bought the book and I'm gonna. Start, I've started reading it. I heard the book ending is more ambiguous than actually the movie. They give you a more straightforward ending of the movie of what she, you know, what she does at the end. Mm-hmm. She, you can kind of tell if she's gonna become feral or become a human. I guess at the end of the book, you don't know. So you can, you know, anyways, mm, because gotcha. you can become a, you in this in this world, if you you can become a full on cannibal 
and just start killing people, or you can just kind of learn to control it. Um, I don't know. I know it's not going to be for everybody. It's kind of slow, um, but I think it's. It, I thought it was really, really good. I had a really good time with it. I don't know. After watching this movie, I don't know if I should be disgusted or aroused. Okay. Or both. Well, that's disturbing. It is. Because of Timothy Chalamet? I don't know. Everything. I don't know. Everything. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer it for that. It walks a fine line, <laughs> I guess. say, I guess. I don't have a good answer for that, Jordan. Uh, no, I liked this. I didn't love it. Um, I, I I like the atmosphere. I like the weirdness of it. I like the weird art house vibe of it. Um, overall, it just didn't blow me away, but I, I like Timothy Chalamet, the Taylor Russell. Um, um, I, I, I like weird... Say Mark Rylance kind of kills it. Mark Rylance kills it. What an absolute freak! He plays the same kick. Absolutely as kills one, it. More predator. <laughs> Fight me on that, but it's true. If the if the creator of the Oasis and Ready Player <laughs> One predator. was a was a predator, predator. Yeah. yeah, this is it. But yeah, I liked it. I just didn't love it. So. I I liked this actually quite a quite a bit more than I thought I would. Uh, just based on the premise, I just wasn't sure. Uh, Jordan appraised it pretty well, so yes, I, I went, do. Ahead, went ahead and checked it out. Uh, I actually enjoyed it. I thought the the writing was good. I thought Were you aroused and disgusted. No. <laughs> Were <you>? Sorry. <laughs> um, I just don't want to feel alone out there. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed the, the main characters, uh, how they came together and how they kind of stuck <laughs> together throughout most of it. Uh, but really, the the standout performance movie was Mike Mark Rylance. He's good. He yeah. was. He's an Oscar winner, not for this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was the standout performance. He was. He kept me on the edge of my seat. I just. He was so creepy and so he a creep well and so messed up and and just uh, it just he was the one that yeah. that just really I just I can never get the image of him in this tiny yeah. whiteies out of my head. I was like and his hair. I was like, his dude, I just I don't want to meet this guy ever. Yeah. I mean, this character, I, I just never want to meet I this feel guy. Like I've seen this guy at Walmart, <laughs> where we <laughs> on, live, yeah, on multiple occasions. Um, but anyway. but he's the one. He was the real standout for me. I yeah. d- I did enjoy the, the the love story between those two, but. But Mark Rylance, man, he, he, was, he was just the one that, that I just, I was like, wow. I, I've been really liking Taylor Russell lately, too, uh, with the stuff she's been in. She's been pretty, yeah. she's better than this than anything else, but she's been in those escape room movies yeah. and stuff. So I think but over, has overall, I, I really oh, did yeah. enjoy this movie more than, more than I thought I would. Okay, we got about three more and we're going to cut it off because the number we're going to be at. Okay, next we have a movie I've not seen, Strange World. Oh, David, that's, that's a Disney that's animated you. film. Uh, yeah, it's a Disney animated film. It bombed at the box office. It's just it's just bland, mediocre, forgettable. Uh, Disney can and should do better. I don't know if they're trying too hard or if they're not trying enough. Oh, now they are. They're coming with every sequel possible to make money again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that's what they're doing. So it's, anyway, a, it's a good process for them. Anyway, go watch a lot of... If you want to watch a Disney animated film, don't watch Strange World. I don't watch almost anything that's come out Disney animated in about the last not year. Not in a while, yeah. Just not good. So, Next anyway. we have either number two or number three all time. Box office winner, um, Avatar: Way of the Water. Is it two or three now? Uh, it's third highest grossing of all yeah. time. Okay, um, I knew it was up there. It still hasn't surpassed Top Gun: Maverick as the highest grossing movie of 2022 domestically. Though. I mean, all time, but yeah, surprising. I was saying domestically, it's made a crap ton of money overseas yeah. though, because you know those people. Those in China, Chinese love them, man. They, they, they do love those Avatar films. <laughs> they do. I don't. The China, that sounds racist. China <laughs> gives more to them than we do. I still haven't seen this yet, so. Oh, okay, so it's three hours, and it's. I actually like it more. <laughs> I think I like it more than the first one, just because you get to see a Pan- little more Pandora, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what the reason I, uh, we've talked about this a little bit? Have we talked about? We talk. You talk about a little bit on the podcast. I won't yeah, say too much. I think I recommended it. But I like that you're in Pandora, like for two hours and fifty minutes of it. The first one, it takes like an hour and a half to get there. So yeah. that's the difference in this one. 
I like it. It's got some plot things in it. It's like if one character would just not be an idiot, the whole plot would be different. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got those people. Um, I liked it quite a bit. They're making like 10 more. The next bad people are going to be fire. So just taking it from Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm just saying it's a complete mm-hmm. copy, but they're blue. So I like it a lot, though. Um, I think it's better than the first one. It's one of my it's one of my favorites of the year. I don't know if I'm going to make my top 10, but it is. I, was, I enjoyed it through and through for three hours, which is hard to do a three-hour movie. So... Uh, yeah, I, I think I like it more than the first one. Uh, it, it's of course it's incredible. I mean, of course it's incredibly made. It uh, won for effects. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how. I just I don't. I can't. I can't comprehend how they even made this film. Um, it, it's beautiful. It's stunning. Um, after a while, though, it's like looking at a beautiful painting. After a while, the the beauty of it just kind of turns to boredom. Uh, I, it just kind it kind of lost me. The last thirty minutes or so really picks up, really grabs me again. Um, some of the action stuff, it's all very, 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 very well done. The story's fine. It's a fine, straightforward narrative. Um, and a couple of the characters are just intolerable, like just, just, just annoying. But overall, um, it's not bad. It's certainly not bad. Okay, we're gonna end on this one because it's a good number. So we only have so many next time. Um, this is the best animated movie to come out last year. This is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, uh, now, and this is not me being sarcastic. I this just watched is it this last weekend. The best animated movie to come it out. It was like the highest reviewed animated or it highest is. reviewed movie. So you just watched it, right? I did. We watched it in theaters because my son wanted to watch it. I did not want to see it. We watched the first one. And it was okay. I was like, great, a sequel to this one. Because I don't <laughs> think the first one's that good. I'm telling you, this one's good. It's funny. Yeah. It's got great voice actors. Florence Pugh is in it. It's yep. a weird accent. It's good. Um, this movie, though, like I like the art styles. They have like different. There's not just one art style. There's yeah, it's like different. Th- yeah. There's like an anime art style. There's <laughs> yeah. a regular art style. DreamWorks is just picking it up on their animation. It's starting to become like Disney's not doing very well. DreamWorks is killing it right now, and I feel like Disney's gonna be better because they're coming up with all these different sequels they need. But this one right here, I'll tell you, what, I was blown away by how good it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being like it's not recency. It's been a while. I want to watch it again. Like I liked it. It was funny. They're like they they do the whole bleeping out thing still. Yeah. And that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> Whenever you have a character, they they're bleeping out because he doesn't have any filter. Antonio Banderas is you know basically is Puss in Boots. I mean like yeah. when you think of him, what do you think of Zorro and Puss in Boots? Anything right. else? Nothing that's else. Right. Nothing else. And nothing so else. No, he's nothing else in my in my in my mind. Ob- absolutely great. I loved it. I can't believe I'm saying that about a Puss in Boots movie. I it's not really better than Shrek it. in my opinion. But the way they ended no, this one, go that far. They ended this one with him basically seeing Far Far Away Land. They're making more Shreks, baby, and yeah. I'm excited for it. So, yeah, high praise on this one. I've heard, I've heard really good things. I, just, I haven't got around to it yet. I can't believe I'm saying it either. I thought I was gonna, I was gonna trash it. Yeah, I we watched it. To trash it. <laughs> we watched it on Peacock the other night. We were watching the boys. Um, Shouldn't watch the boys. Well, why not? <laughs> the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's great, actually. It is. I would highly re- recommend that one also. Um, not with children. I was surprised. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I watched it with my grandma. <laughs> Just kidding, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I was surprised with this one. Uh, I'm not the big anime, that big into animation movies. Uh, I will watch them on occasion. You just hate kids. Um, That's all it is. Yep. Hates That's me. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I actually watched them when you were growing up, but you know, hey. Uh this one is funny as all get out. I just I can't believe we're saying this. Yeah, I was very surprised. Uh, Antonio Banderas does great. Uh, Sam Hyatt does great. I'll listen to Florence uh, Pugh any day of my life. Yeah, Florence Pugh is fantastic. She's, she's she is Goldilocks. 
but she's like a weird. Sign me right up. She's she's like British. She's like yeah. she's like more of a British than she is. She's British very, in her life. I know, but it's very, like way very more. more. It's hmm. like like the somehow hotter. <laughs> but she's Goldilocks. who has been adopted by the three. Bears. Not the character. Gold, <laughs> I should say Goldilocks has been adopted by the three bears, and they're they're all they're they're a, they're, a, they're a gang of thieves. Mm. Uh, so it's very it's very it's interesting that part. Very close um, to the story. <laughs> uh, the writing was good. It is it is so funny. Um, overall, yeah, it's it's one of those one of those few that I actually recommend as far as animation. Well, let me tell you this: right now. it has a seven point nine IMDb. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's amazing how and it's got over a hundred thousand votes. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like a two person voted it. And the, the characters they bring in are just. You know, it, f- it fills it out nicely. Yeah, it, it's a you can tell it's off of Shrek because you know Shrek does that all the time. Where like they don't really have the licenses, all these things. Yeah. They just kind of make it up. In this movie, you go that dog pretending to be a cat. That's hilarious. <laughs> you go and there's this one guy that is basically collecting all of the stuff you know, like Cinderella's sh- slipper, and he's got all this other stuff, and he uses it in this movie. But they don't really have the license for it, <laughs> so they kind of just like use random things. It works. They get the big bad wolf in this yep. as a bounty hunter because Puss in Boots lost his last life, but he, he's trying to save his last life. I don't know. It sounds stupid. I get that. And I thought I was going <laughs> to trash it going in. I had a great time. And I mean, I'd watch it again. I've watched one guy on TikTok who I like quite a bit as far as a a um, critic. He's not a real critic. You know what I mean? But um, he has it as like one of his top movies of the year, which I, I, which I can't fault that. It's not on mine, but yeah. it's. I mean, I don't know, man. It's a great addition to, know, the, to, the, up there. to the Shrek universe because yeah, we all know Shrek one and two, and it's downhill kind of. So, but it is funny. It's, it's, yeah. it's an enjoyable to watch. DreamWorks, man, it's got it's people sleep on DreamWorks. I'm telling you, those higher train dragon movies are good too. So, but anyways, um, we're gonna end it there. We have about 16 movies left. We can so knock so out we'll have episode, trivia no next. We have trivia next week. 16 ep- 16 of them, and then we'll do our top. We're doing top 10 worst five. That's how we're doing it this year because it's exciting. I didn't want, I didn't feel like thinking up f- ten bad movies. I could, um, but I really want to keep that to five because I really want to crap on 10, those five. I have a top ten worst movies, but I can narrow, yeah. I can just do dishonorable mentions or what have you. Um, so. so we're gonna end it there, and we'll. Yeah, this was exciting. This was fun. Thank you for listening to this, you beautiful people out there. Um, Watch Puss in Boots. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out one of these days. I'm gonna buy it today. I'm gonna watch it. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, what do you, the listener out there, think of some of our thoughts, feelings, and opinions about some of the 2022 films? Um, whatever you think, you can reach out to us and let us know. We're on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up, let us know what you thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter, and be sure to tune in next week as we complete the list of 2022 films. Um, but until next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> The public, 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 the